What's up, y'all? This is Preston Stone checking in with the On the Pony Express podcast. Uh, listen to a lot of podcasts. This is by far my favorite. Uh, love Mr. Armstrong. Love Mr. Embody. It's uh, boys are about to head up to Boston and uh, put on a show at Fenway. So it's gonna be a great week. This is the On the Pony Express podcast, hosted by Billy Embody. Brought to you by Epic Estate Wines. Walking strong on the Pony Express. A weekly segment with SMU alum, owner, vintner of Epic Estate Wines, Bill Armstrong. Epic Estate Wines, world-class wines from Paso Robles Wine Country. Learn more, Epic, E-P-O-C-H, epicwines.com. And now your host. And now your host, Billy Embody. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Walking Strong with Bill Armstrong. Right here on the wave, buddy. Right here on the wave. It's kind of a green wave. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we beat the crap out of the green wave. It's not running. It's not it's running, not moving. Right? It's not it's moving, not moving right now. It's very, very wavy. Very similar you to the green wave. You guys will recognize we're in front of the uh, Meadows Museum. Yes. So uh, we're here to do, uh, this is the last podcast of the year Yeah. for us. Man, it's been fun. Yes. I've had a great time. I've got a special wine today. Unbelievable. They're gonna be able to hear it over these trucks. Yeah, you think? Uh, I've got a great wine to try. You've never tried this. I have not. This got is the emails. Uh, this is called Gratitude, and I think it's perfect for the last podcast of the season because I am unbelievably grateful for this season. So this is a wine that we make every year, and uh, all profits from this wine go to charity. Awesome. So we started this during. Uh, during COVID. And uh, so we started making this gratitude wine. This is a, a Grenache with a little bit of a little white wine in it. Uh, just uh, called Claret Blanc, uh, like 6% and just to flavor it up. But anyway, it's a delicious wine. Cheers. So, and uh, how grateful, how grateful can we be for this year? Is it just unbelievable? Oh, well, what a fun time. So, so lucky to I've done this pod with you, but also it's for SMU to have this type of season while we did it. And now we're in ACC. Yep. So I'm, I'm just uh, I'm just overwhelmed with gratitude, you know, from the university, from uh, the board of trustees, you know, from athletic department, uh, what Rhett's done. Uh, we're gonna if we win in Fenway, we'll have 12 wins this season. We haven't done that since 1935. National championship. Think about that. <laughs> I mean, that was think about that. That was almost 100 years ago. Yeah. So you weren't uh, even you weren't even thought of. <laughs> I'm not sure my dad was even thought of yet at that point. So it's uh, it, it's just really fantastic. So uh, uh, we don't have a ton to talk about today uh, because we don't have a game. Uh, like I can't hardly criticize Sonny Dykes yeah. this week, which is kind of because I need to do that every single week. However, I, I am grateful that the ugly stepsisters are not playing in a bowl. <laughs> Baylor's not playing in a bowl. TCU's not playing in a bowl. There's something very gratifying about that. Not sure how you feel about that. Yeah, but, yeah. Just... SMU had a had a better run, and they're on a run in the transfer portal. Um, we oh, just man. got done talking with Elijah Roberts and Jonathan McGill. I, I know both of them stuck out to you. Both of them coming back to play their final seasons for the Mustangs. Yeah, John, is Jonathan McGill not a guy that should be on a commercial for SMU right now? Oh, he should be. Yeah, we got to make sure he hangs around here once he's done. Like you said, it kind of reminds me of James Prochet a little bit. He just the most well-spoken young man, you know, and uh, he went to Stanford for four years, and then he came here, and he'll tell you, SMU way better than Stanford. Stanford what? Oh, they're in our conference, so I can, I can actually, I don't, I don't need to bad yeah, them right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, hey, there, there. hey, I turned down Stanford to go to SMU, so it does happen. There you go. You know, there you go. So, anyway, so um, let's talk about the transfer portal. Yeah. Because, um, and this is, y'all probably don't follow this, as, obviously, as much as we do, but we are crushing it in the transfer portal. We have seven for sure. Yep. Um, and I think four of those are defensive linemen. Yeah. And they're giant men. Yeah. I mean, what are they, like six, six, three hundred 300 pounds? Yeah. I mean, huge dudes. Yeah. And, you know, they're coming in from, what, Georgia, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Miami. Miami. And Ohio I mean, State. Uh, and Ohio State. Think about that. Yeah. We're not getting transfers from, say, North Texas yeah. or UTEP. Yeah. We're, we're getting them from, from those schools. It's absolutely unbelievable. And then we have uh, two uh, OU transfers for the offensive line. Savion Bird, yep. who's maybe a legitimate five-star. Yeah, I think he was he technically was. a four-star, but coming uh, out of high school, yeah, coming out of high school. I mean, guys, he'll probably be playing on Sundays. Yeah, that's he's got good, a chance to. That's how good yeah. he is. So uh, we're going to be ma- massive on the offensive line and the defensive line next year. And Elijah Roberts was talking about it. He's also another guy like Jonathan McGill. You can tell they're recruiting hard for SMU to retool for the ACC. And Elijah Roberts was saying he was scrolling through Twitter. And he would look at the guys that get an offer, commit to SMU, and he's like, man, 6'3", 300 pounds, Mike Lockhart. Oh, man, that, he, you yeah. can tell he's excited to run yeah. it back yeah. again, but do it with big men in the trenches. Oh, yeah, but, but right side by side with him. He, he was he was so good this year. Yeah. And he's coming back, and he's just he's going to be fantastic. You know, so. it, it speaks to the coaching staff, the culture they've built, that these guys yeah. didn't wait it out for – you know, the new year, the NFL draft yeah. deadline on January 15th. They said, I want to come back, and I want to come back right now. Yeah, and it's it's just fantastic. You're right. This says a lot about our culture, what what Red has done from the, uh, from the from the culture standpoint. As compared to, say, the culture down at, down at TCU, you know, where everybody's leaving. It's like cockroaches leaving a sinking <laughs> ship, you know. So I have been kind of relishing that just a little bit. A lot of, a lot I mean, of how guys. Petty, how, how petty can I get? I almost sound as petty as – that numb nut coach they have. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. And then today's National Signing Day for, for high schools. Yep. So Ten uh, signees, a four-star that they flipped from UCLA. They, yep, yep. they went on a run in the high school ranks as well. Uh, you're going up to Fenway. I'm going to Fenway for, for the bowl game against Boston College. We don't know too much about them right now for this pod. No. But they got an explosive yep. quarterback. Yep. But not only that, SMU faces them next year in the ACC. I know, I love it. So this is our this is our primer of the ACC going in. I mean, obviously, I wish I was playing against Oregon, you know, with say the Fiesta Bowl, but that's ancient history now. Yep. So I love Boston. Everybody should go to Fenway one time in their life because it really is an amazing place yep. just to see the see the the wall and all the history that is there. It's going to be funky playing football in a baseball stadium. Yeah, they're on the same sideline. Is that right? Yeah, Both teams yeah. are on the same sideline? Yeah. Uh, I will. There's a strong uh, uh, contingent of Mustang fans, though, heading up for that one. Oh, from what I've, what, yeah, yeah, what I've I'll heard. be there. Yeah, you're, you're not going, are you? No, we're ner- we're, we're nesting in the, in oh, the nursery. Oh, so, so ridiculous, yeah. dude. Yeah. You are not the king of your castle, <laughs> clearly. Michelle, as you know. Michelle, as you know. cut him some slack. Let the boy go. <laughs> Jeez, you're better than that. You're more of a man than that. You need to man up just a little bit. Here. Well, we'll check the flights late and see yeah. if I can pull off some magic. So, uh, but, but having have you not going to the game? You've been you've been like a mainstay. Yeah, so I know. you kind of need to go. I know. We'll, we'll see if we can we can work some uh, Fenway magic, some, Fenway some Red, magic. Red Sox magic. Last time I went to Fenway, 
uh, Mookie Betts hit a walk off to sweep the Yankees in a little September game. So that was that was cool. Oh, is that right? Yeah, pretty well, awesome. That's pretty um, cool. But SMU on a heater in the transfer portal. They continue to add talent. Looking ahead at, with what we know about this team and now going into the ACC, where are your early expectations for next year? Oh, for next year. Springing this one on you. Uh, that is uh, interesting. I, I, I think we're going to surprise the ACC. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised next year if we're, uh, what are we probably, I'm going to say, I'm going to go 9-3. and three. Yeah. I can see I it. Mean, I think we're the that. The defensive uh, line I, that I, they I, brought in is just, that's the key, as we saw this year. Yeah. So I think we're going to be better. I, I think some people were nervous, like all of a sudden we're stepping up. But I don't know. I just I, I just think we're we're super, super good. So I think we're going to be, you know, it won't be like this year where I knew, I thought we were going to run the table after those first tough tough two away games. But uh, other than really Florida State and Clemson, there's nobody in the ACC that's like all that much better than OU. Yeah. You know? Yep. I mean, there, there's two good schools. North Carolina's good. Uh, Duke was good for a while, then they dropped off. Um, I don't think Boston College is going to be a, a, an easy, necessarily an easy win, although I'm going to make a prediction that it was SMU by 17. Wow. Yes. Okay. I think they're under, they'll are under they underestimate us. You want to know what my score prediction is going to be? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Same, not for this one. Not one. for this one. You do every hey, game. Hey, yeah. if not, and Kevin played really well in the championship game, if not for Kevin's couple of interceptions there, I mean – I you should have, have uh, you should have predicted forty-seven, like you know, ten or yeah, something. Well, like that. You're right. Yeah, yeah right. reliable. No, I'm with you. I like I like that early prediction. Boston College also has lost some guys to the transfer portal. SMU has not. SMU's right. lost some guys that are looking for that final stop kind of deal. Right. But right, this team and Kevin Jennings, his second career start now. This is going down like water. This is so okay. good. So, um, I got SMU by gratitude, baby. Fourteen, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns? Yep. The line's 10, right? I believe so. 10, yeah. First time I, I, haven't, I haven't turned my attention to that. If, if I'm, if I'm going to bet anything in the in the bowl series, I would put all my money in the, I had in the world on Oregon to beat the spread against Liberty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I mean, it's a surprise there is a spread. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a no call? Yeah. I think it's 17. Really? Yeah. Wow. Maybe 19. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, who, who do you think is going to win the national championship? Ooh. I don't know. I, I kind of like, you know, how SMU's leaned back into NIL and, mm-hmm. you know, fought their way into the ACC. Oh, that pisses me off. I know. I know that gets you. I think Michigan can do it and really piss off everybody in college football. The well, sign stealing. I don't know. What do you think? Okay. Well, first of all, it's, I'm, if I'm, it's not I, Michigan, I, it's Alabama. I'm not a Auburn fan. I'm, I'm not a Harbaugh fan. Yeah. So no, he's, a, he's and, a different duck. And in Michigan is that way. All right. I'm going to go on a limb. And I'm gonna I'm hometowning it, uh, hometowning it a little bit. UT, okay. Surprise everybody. I don't think Washington is as good, is as, good as they think they are. Yep. Their coach is really good. He got yeah. coach of the year. Yeah, he's a good coach. Uh, but man, they're UT has been playing good. They're they're a tough team. They're, which a lot of people and, don't think about them like that. They I know it. a little flashy, but no, yeah. they are a tough football. They're team. They're a really tough football team. They have already beaten Alabama mm-hmm. this year. Now that was early and whatnot, but. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb. I'm gonna say UT takes the national championship this year. Awesome. I've got so many friends that went to UT. My son-in-law went to UT. So I'm kind of a like a Longhorn fan by proxy. I would leave you Texas know. and SMU as the two best teams in Texas, wouldn't you say? <laughs> by a lot. <laughs> Come on, work those angles. Let's get yeah. SMU has an open date. Oh, uh, with Vandy, with Vandy, with Vandy oh, backing out. 
What is Vandy thinking? They didn't want to play us. They put, they're paying us a million dollars not to play them. Go figure. I mean, I was excited about Nashville. I'm more, I'm more, I was, bitter, I'm more I was, bitter that I can't. I agree. I want to get a trip to I Nashville. Mean, my two of my kids went to Vanderbilt. I love Vandy. Yep, and same. I love I love Nashville. It's a great town. Yep. And it's a lot like Dallas. I'm a little yeah. I'm a little bitter at Vandy Vandy now for this, but back when I was uh, going through colleges, Vandy was right up there for me. Didn't get in. You didn't get in. I got the hunt here. Who oh, you the, did. Who made the right call? Well, you're the hunt scholar. Yeah, one I, of them. I didn't know you were. Right. I didn't know you were a hunt scholar. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are Ray right. Hunt. My buddy was one of your scholars. The man, go figure. Man. Yeah. Thank is, you, to him he, and Nancy. He, he is, is the man. Yeah, Nancy. Oh, yeah. What they do. For awesome people. Talk about gratitude. Yeah, I'm grateful. for I, Everything two. I have is because of them, really. My yeah. folks and obviously Michelle now too. But yeah, yeah. Not for the hunts. I mean, fabulous. Who knows? All right, that's a great way to end the, the yep. podcast for the season. Yeah. Yep. So what we do know is we're going to be back next year. We're going to be we're back. More. Yep. We decided to pony back up on this <laughs> uh, uh, for the next year. Yep. So you're going to have to you're going to have us to suffer through another year of uh, of, of this podcast. Cheers to that. I've enjoyed. Great. The show. Uh, oh, it's been Absolutely. so much fun. So. All right. Appreciate you guys for listening to this edition of the Walking Strong Podcast. Check it out wherever you catch the Walking Strong Podcast at, at ontheponyexpress.com. Bill Armstrong, I'm Billy Unbody. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year. Merry Christmas. And here's to an SMU yeah. win in the Fenway, yeah. Fenway Bowl. Cheers. Probably have outtakes from this one. Yeah. Like yeah, the under, under surveillance sign right there. Under surveillance. Oh, so, much, to, uh, so much for under, under uh, surveillance. surveillance <laughs> I know. Driving by. Yeah, we're going to get that, uh, get that uh, outtake in there. So much for under surveillance. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the On the Pony Express podcast with Billy Embody. Follow us on your socials on X at SMU on three and on Instagram at on three SMU. And keep it locked to ontheponyexpress.com for more coverage.